Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Hey, Coxie, can I give you some feedback? Sure. It's smelly today. Okay, thank you for letting me know. I can rectify that. (laughs) G'day, listeners. Welcome to the the Tradies in Business podcast and another Friday. And here I was. I I was going to start that one and I was thinking I'll say, hey, Woz, I just want to let you know Mm. I don't like your shirt. And then I thought, that's a bit harsh, Nick. Let's do something a bit different. (laughs) I've picked on your body odor. And here you are and you're saying I smell. By the way, listeners, Coxie doesn't have body odor. Yeah, well, I would hope that you would tell me privately and not on the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) But uh, it is a really, it's a tricky area for a lot of people is giving and or receiving feedback, isn't it? Yeah, both are difficult. Mm. I actually had a conversation with a client of mine the other day about... (laughs) <laughs> this and he recounted a story because I'm I'm uh, encouraging him. Actually, I'm making him <laughs> give, give feedback to his staff, right? Because they're they're not performing as well as they need to be, and it's not um it's not catastrophic, but it's important. Mm. And he needs to give them some feedback, and he needs to give them the opportunity to give him some feedback as well, mm-hmm. and just to open up that communication. Um, and he's very uncomfortable about it. And he said he he only remembers giving feedback to a a subordinate or a staff member once in his life. And it was many, many years ago when he worked at a large fast food chain. And I won't say who it is so that I absolutely protect his identity. (laughs) But there was a particular crew member that they had had complaints from customers about that person's body odor. Oh. And so as the team leader, he had to go and address it with that particular staff member that's particularly hard and he said it was one of the worst things he ever had to do was basically say hey um i just need to ask you do you wear deodorant <laughs> and the staff member said yeah why and he said do you think you could put a bit more on <laughs> <laughs> uh, i thought that was funny so um giving feedback can be difficult at times, and uh, I guess it's an area that uh, it's an area that a lot of people suck at, to be honest. I think both in giving and receiving uh, negative feedback, none of us like it. Mm, critical feedback. That's a far better way to put it. <laughs> Can I give you some feedback about how you give feedback? Could you? But that's and that's a habit for me is to ask if I can give feedback first. It doesn't make it any more palatable for people. No. But I was, I was taught that technique or principle many years ago and it did make it a little easier for me to approach people about something that I felt they needed to hear mm-hmm. and I I still find it's a it's a difficult uh, line to draw is when do I give you feedback so if you've had a, a negative experience I seem to remember a negative experience with your four-wheel drive not so long ago Mm, yes. And there was an issue with uh, 
some of the works that had taken place. Yeah, they broke my car. Did you ask if you could give them feedback or did you let them know you were dissatisfied? I I just gave the feedback because I was a customer paying money for something mm-hmm. and I didn't get what I paid for mm-hmm. and they broke my car. Mm. So in that instance... <clears throat> I think that's entirely appropriate. Agreed. Uh, I think some customers would do well to learn how to give feedback to businesses despite how much it might have pissed you off. I agree. It needs to be done constructively. But I didn't yell at the guy. I wasn't disrespectful. I didn't swear at him. Um, I probably swore about it on the podcast. I don't remember. (laughs) Um, And I was angry about it at home. But when I gave the feedback, you know, what's the point of yelling and swearing at somebody? They're not going to take it on board. That's right. It doesn't change anything to get too ranty about it afterwards. Because if you make somebody particularly uncomfortable, they're not going to hear a word you're saying. And he knew I was unhappy. Mm. He could tell I was unhappy. I I used, you know, firm language. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he he offered to not do anything about it. So I I offered to never patronize his business again. Again, which is fair. Done. End of story. It's um, okay. So they're in tips too. How do you take critical feedback? Ha ha. So, so this, I guess, you know, if we stick with this scenario of customer and business, as a business owner, we tend to take it personally. Don't you? Don't you, listeners? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Are you feeling a bit guilty right now? Uh, We take it personally when we get feedback. Yeah, I know. I have over the years. Yep. I think it's quite normal. I've had clients give me critical feedback and I've been crushed Mm -mm. privately. I don't show it in front of them because that's even more embarrassing. But I'll go home and be crushed for days. Uh, <laughs> so please don't give me any critical feedback about the podcast because I'll probably cry. Uh, but I have, you know, I've taken it personally over the years. I don't do that so much anymore because what I came to learn is that it's just information. It's it just, is information. It's just data, right? And... More than that, it's information given from somebody else's perspective. Exactly. So it's true for the feedback giver, but it may not necessarily be true for you as the feedback receiver. And I suppose I took it personally because it was true. And, you know, maybe I didn't give 100% to that client and I should have. And I was actually shitty with myself for letting them down and that's why I spiraled off into taking it personally and feeling a bit depressed and like I wasn't good enough and... You know, it's attached to all of that self stuff. I think that's the point. But uh, you know, we don't we don't actually admit that to ourselves and others. So, you know, we take it personally, and then we get pissed off, and then we put it back on the other person, and we blame the person giving the feedback mm-hmm. for having the wrong perspective or not being reasonable or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it goes off into this personal punch up, which we've talked about trolls and stuff before. So, but I, I think. You know, if we're going to get better at business and better at customer relationships and mm. better at relationships in general, we all need to get better at receiving feedback. Yeah, and giving it because, they, you know, they go hand in hand, don't they? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, perhaps. Absolutely. And I want to know as a business owner, if something's gone wrong in my business and somebody's dissatisfied, I want you to tell me about it. But don't swear, don't get ranty, don't get rude. Just give me the facts. Let me know what happened. Let me know what you're dissatisfied about so that I can do something about it. I might not act in a way or or fix the issue for you as the, the giver of the feedback in the way that you particularly want it fixed. But I need that information for me to be able to improve my business and my customer experience. 
Mm. And I think it's really sad that companies, particularly big ones, seem to do a pretty shit job of responding to customer feedback. I, I get so many surveys in my inbox from big companies. Tell us how we did. You know, rate your experience. What could we have done better? And I've gone out of my way and taken time to give very detailed, specific feedback to a number of businesses that I've dealt with, bigger companies generally. And do you know what I've gotten back from all of those? Nada. Fuck all. Mm. Not, not a single company has ever responded to my very detailed, very critical, very dissatisfied feedback mm. where I've given them zero stars and told them specifically why. Mm-hmm. And I got absolutely nothing in reply. Not even a, so sorry to hear about your shit experience. We'll try harder next time. And you know what they're missing out on? Is the opportunity to improve their business. Yeah. Because they're not open to listening. Why the hell send me a survey if you've not actually got anybody there reading the damn things? Mm -hmm. So if if you're not asking your customers for feedback, that is just as bad as asking them and doing nothing with it, in my opinion. Absolutely. If you're not regularly seeking feedback from your customers, good and bad, then I think you're you're missing a big opportunity um, to improve your business, but also to show your customers that you give a shit. Well, that's a great point. We Gas all need factor. to, yeah. Well, look, we a client needs to know that they're important. They're not always right. We're not always right. The business isn't always right either, and no. sometimes. The business gets it wrong or sometimes the client gets it wrong or sometimes I get it wrong when I come into Waz's office and I apparently smell. But (laughs) any way you look at it, there are going to be points in time where we're wrong. So we have a personal choice in our life is to take responsibility for whatever's happening Mm. or ownership's probably the better way to put it. Yep. Take some ownership for the situation and find a way through. And you want to make that you know, if it is the customer giving you, the business owner, some critical feedback and you don't like it, okay, you don't like it, take a bit of time, breathe. It's not a personal attack or it shouldn't be if it's done well. And um, just take a moment to think about the situation from their point of view. Put yourself into mm. their shoes. Imagine mm. being a client to another business and the business did that. And then think about how, you know, often they just want to be acknowledged. Often they just want to be heard. I, I know you've had an experience yourself that you you were sharing with me recently. You know, you just wanted to be heard. That was all. And, you know, as a customer, often we just want... Look, some of us don't do a very good job of it. And you know what? That's the state of the world we live in at the moment. Um, But you're only going to make it worse as a business owner if you fire up and push back and start telling them that it's their fault. You know, tell your customer that they're wrong or they don't know what they're talking about or whatever. I mean, you're not going to make it better. No. You, you, as, as Coxie said, you know, thanks for the feedback. Mm. Thanks for the feedback. I'll talk to the team about how we can do that better next time. Mm. I'm sorry that that was your experience. I'm going to chat to the person involved and um, we'll take some steps to ensure that it never happens again. And, and you know what? If old mate that broke my dash, because it wasn't him, it was one of his staff members. It was probably the apprentice that worked on my car and fucked my dashboard. Um, you can tell I'm over it. i look at it every time i get in my car and you know the worst part about that was he appeared not to give a shit well i'm certain if he didn't do anything about it that he didn't give a shit because it 
he actually made an excuse which made it worse. Yep. It was like, well, it's an old car. You would know that plastic gets brittle and it breaks. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know that, dickhead. But what are you going to do about it? You broke yeah. my frigging car. Didn't even say sorry. And so, guess what? I get angry as a customer. Yes. And I think as business people, we do, we have, you know, we've done ourselves a big disservice and I'm not making excuses for customers who are angry and trolley and ranty and all that sort of stuff because that's not acceptable either. But as business owners, it's like, you know what? We can either be accountable and take ownership, as you said, Coxie. Or we can be a victim along with our customers mm. and get into that stoush, which we all know where that leads. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the hard road is to take ownership of that and go, you know what? Yeah, yes, we we stuffed that up. Um, I'm sorry you feel that that is such a big issue. Um, I can't understand that for you, but here's what I'm going to try and do for you. And I'll talk to the team and make sure it doesn't happen again. That's, mm. you know, the best I can do is to say sorry I acknowledge your hurt. Um, we didn't mean any malice by it. We'll try and make sure it doesn't happen to anybody else. I can't fix this problem for you. I'd love to, but, you know, I appreciate the feedback and I hope we can just all move on from this. And then I think also as a, as a receiver, no, as a giver of feedback, okay, so you've had a rotten experience with the business and the business gets back to you and they acknowledge that there was an issue and they apologize for the issue and... Perhaps they are able to rectify. Perhaps they're not. But either way, I think as a as the person that gave that feedback, so in this case the client, you need to be accepting of that oh, and move on. D- so was don't ever. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with my shirt? I like this shirt. There's nothing wrong with you. It's my shirt. wife's favorite shirt. Okay, it's extra good. <laughs> but yeah, don't don't ever push back on your customer and say no, you're wrong. Or, and I, I don't... We didn't break the dash. Yeah. That was already like it. Yeah, how many times have I heard that? <laughs> ah, wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as business owners, you know, that's that's that side of it. But just in general, and I see this a lot with staff, as I referenced before, you know, telling someone that, uh, hey, do you, uh, do you wear deodorant? Yes. Maybe it'd be an idea to try putting a bit more on next time. Okay. Sorry. Because you fucking stink. Uh. <laughs> People are going, everybody in the world, I mean, our few listeners, I kind of think I smell now. You don't smell. Thank you. Everybody, pay attention. Coxie does not smell. Thank she you. smells like roses. I'm, I'm, that's taking it a long way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, business owner, take the feedback. It's just information. It is just information. Yeah. It is. It says more about the other person's emotional state than yours, or it should anyway. Mm-hmm. But then the giving of feedback is is important as well mm-hmm. um you know if you've got staff or team however you want to refer to them uh subbies you know other contractors that work for you or with you y- you need to be able to give them feedback mm-hmm. and sometimes giving unsolicited feedback is a surefire way to start a punch up yeah okay so this is a great part of this conversation that was poorly worded but i'm excited Asking for permission to give feedback yeah. when you've had an experience and it's not a transactional experience is really important. Yeah, and I've I've got someone in my life at the moment where I'm I'm still mulling over whether or not to give them some feedback on something. This is not me. No, you're safe. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I can 
I'm privy to some information that they are not uh-huh. about their business, uh-huh. and I'm still I'm still torn as to whether to give them feedback because they haven't asked me for it. Okay, so if you're privy to some information about somebody else's business, and that information is likely to have a negative impact on the business it could do yeah then i think you have a responsibility to do so Mm. so then how do i walk up to someone and say hey your business is a bit shit in these areas i don't think you say it like that (laughs) because i'd punch in the nose so this is the thing right knowing that a lot of people these days take feedback personally and that there is a propensity for people to fire up and get into heated exchanges online and in traffic and in shopping centers as as a feedback giver myself and i'm a bit of a i'm a bit of a feedback giver because (laughs) i want to help people get better right same i i I can see that you could improve what you're doing whether it's with your nutrition your business your your personal appearance the way you parent your kids whatever I genuinely want to help you because I feel like I've got something to add, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I've got some value to add to you and your life. But if I walk up to you at a, at a barbecue or in a park somewhere and say, hey, you know how you just screamed at your kid and said fuck three times in the same sentence mm-hmm. to your six-year-old? Knowing what I know about human psychology and parenting and, and all that sort of stuff, it's probably not optimal for the relationship with your daughter, yeah, I think that most of those people are going to punch you in the nose. Yeah, right? So irrespective of how... Like I could be a child psychologist mm. who has worked specifically mm-hmm. with kids in that area despite the fact that I've probably got something very valuable to share with that parent. They didn't ask me for my advice no. or my feedback, right? That's right. And and I think it is a it is a very fine line between just walking around, poking your nose into other people's business... And giving constructive feedback where it's appropriate. So, that's so, where we lead into asking for permission, right? Yes. So, I guess my own personal experience is I ask myself a whole bunch of questions around, okay, I know I could help this person. I know I've got something valuable to add. What are the chances they're likely to be open to this? Mm-hmm. And how might this work out if I give them this feedback, mm-hmm. right? And if I still feel really strongly about the need to give that feedback, then I'll use the technique of asking for permission. Mm-hmm. And you have to word it pretty well, but I've found you know some of the best ways to say it is, hey, Nick, g'day, my name's Woz. Um, I'm a child psychologist. I work at the, the hospital here. You don't know me from a bar of soap. Um, look, I just couldn't help overhearing the exchange you had with your kid there, you know, I get pretty heated when they won't wear their hat in public. Um, <laughs> look, would you be open to some feedback on, on that exchange at all? Uh, I don't really know you, but um, you sound qualified, so sure. Look, I've worked with a lot of kids, da da da, swearing at them in public. You know, I've seen a lot of them do drugs and all sorts of stuff later in life. So um, there's some strategies you can use to actually sort short circuit that. I don't know, I'm making shit up, right? But <clears throat> if you'd said... Uh, I don't know you. How about you just fuck off, mate? Mm-hmm. Then that would be the right thing for me to do. That's right. <laughs> just turn and walk away, See right? See you later. Now, that's an unlikely scenario. But sure. if you think about a staff member, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily feel any more open to receiving feedback than a stranger in a bloody playground, mm-hmm. right? Despite the fact that I'm their employer and I pay their wages, 
it doesn't actually give me the right to say, hey, Nick, can you pull your fucking finger out? I don't pay you to sit around here doing Facebook. No, I might have said a thing or two like that in my time. <laughs> it, it's, it's much better to seek permission first. Now, you're probably going to grudgingly say, oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Because you know that I have a right, I guess, or, yes. or a privilege to give you feedback because I pay you wages. That's right. But I've still asked you, like it's a, just a little show of respect and acknowledgement that, hey, you probably don't want to hear what I'm about to say. <laughs> Get prepared. Do you give me permission to tell you anyway? So I probably take a different technique when we come to staff in that I would, I'm a, probably an oversharer of my happiness in my staff. I don't know that you can overshare that, to be honest, but I would tell our staff on a very frequent basis about what I was happy with or great job or, mm. you know, um, gosh, you got through that quickly. I was really pleased to see that. Thank you. Or whatever the feedback is, that positive feedback, it was something that I gave really freely, mm-hmm. which meant that when I needed to give some critical feedback, it was quite okay for me to say, hey, was can you just come and have a look at this with me for a minute? Um, mate, I'm not, that wall isn't quite square. Mm. I need you to go back and have another look at that. And that isn't necessarily critical feedback, but it's a, hey, this isn't quite right. But also then we had um, um, times where that feedback was guaranteed, if you like. So there'd be regular times within the working year in which everybody would be pulled through the office and we would sit. We wouldn't do the whole evaluation like you might do in a big business, but we'd sit down and have a bit of a chat about where the business is at, what direction we're heading in, where you're at, what direction you want to head in. Mm-hmm. Here are a few things that we'd like you to improve on. Here are a few things that you're doing extremely well. Let's have a look at how we can make it all work together. Mm-hmm. So I think that I approach it I don't think I've ever asked if I can give feedback, but I try to do it cautiously and make sure that there's plenty of positive, not just negative or constructive. It's a really good point. And I had this explained to me years ago as being like an emotional bank account. Yes. And if you make enough deposits to someone's bank account to get yourself into credit, whatever the right terminology is, I should know, I used to be an accountant. Um, doesn't mean I know shit about money, but, uh, yeah, if you, if you make enough deposits and get far enough into the black with a person by saying you're awesome, I appreciate you. Here's a recognition of your efforts. Um, thank you so much for doing that for me. You're an awesome part of the team. The day that you need to make a withdrawal Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, can you just come and have a look at this with me, please? Mm. Tell me what you think. Is that your best work? Mm-hmm. You're making a pretty big withdrawal from their emotional bank account. Yes. If you're already in the red, then you're going way into overdraft with that person mm-hmm. and that's going to cause them to push back hard. Mm. So it's a good strategy to proactively deposit to people's bank accounts. You know, it's a, it's a really good habit to get into is is affirming people and recognizing their good performance, no matter how small it is. Thanks so much for turning up on time every day this week. Like, it seems like such a petty thing. I know, but it's a thank you. But those little recognitions are so important to people. And, you know, even personally, well, you don't know, you know. Um, Personally, for me, in my marriage, I notice the stark contrast between the way Amy and I are Mm -hmm. with our emotional bank accounts with each other Mm. and what I've experienced in a past life. Mm. I can... uh wholeheartedly agree with my marriage. And 
Amy and I, it's almost, it's not a competition or a game. We just habitually deposit to each other's bank accounts emotionally every day. And here's the big point. Do you think when you're giving the positive feedback that it's better for the person receiving or the person giving? Oh, I'd love to tell how awesome she is. There you are. So it's not only just about giving and affirming somebody that's working for you. It is also about how that makes you feel about that person and yep. what they're doing. Yep. And so, you know, Amy and I deposit so much to each other's bank accounts emotionally where it's like, hey, thanks so much for, for I don't know, taking the bin out or thanks for cooking dinner tonight, honey. Like she cooks dinner every night. Yeah, but, but you should always recognize that, right? Yeah. And Hey, dinner was amazing, Amy. Thank you so much for that. I really enjoyed the sides you made tonight or whatever, right? It's or, geez, simple. you look good today. Or thanks for making the bed. Like, it doesn't have to be massive stuff. No. When it happens, and it does, when, you know, she's doing something I don't like or mm-hmm. that I wish she did differently, it's still challenging. But I can say, hey, sweetheart, can I give you a bit of feedback about the fridge? Can you, and like, it's still uncomfortable, but you know what she says? Yeah, sure. (laughs) It's like, when you do this, can you not do that? Could you, could you not like put your meaty fingers all over the door handle and then not wipe it off? (laughs) Cause I grabbed it and got a handful of old mints and it grossed me out. You're telling tales out of school now. That doesn't happen. (laughs) But you know, it's like, yeah, she, she receives the feedback. That's right. So do I like. I'm not happy about it. It mm. feels a bit, <laughs> but you know what? There is so much emotional currency in my bank account with that person. She's entitled to withdraw a bit and yeah. she's not, she's never going into the red, right? Right. And I see so many business owners that are constantly in the red with their staff and then they wonder why they don't get performance out of them. They wonder why they don't do what you ask them to do. And can I go a little further to suggest the constant negative language means that the the whole business is in a negative. Would I go as far as to suggest that most of those business owners are actually in substantial trouble within their business because nothing seems to be going right and it all stems from that negative language. Mm-hmm. They're all shit. They don't do what I tell them to do. I'm sick yes. and tired. I'm, I've told you a hundred times to keep your fucking ute clean. Mm-hmm. Why can't you keep your ute clean? Mm-hmm. You know why? Because you're doing a shit job of giving them feedback. Mm. That's one reason. Yes. So there we are. There's another thing we should probably talk about, even though this is getting lengthy for a Friday. Is <laughs> still less than thirty minutes. <laughs> the the way you give the feedback. So we've touched on that, but I think feedback needs to be quite specific. Mm-hmm. So I am really tired of your Ute being filthy. Warwick might turn into next time you clean your Ute, Warwick. I've really struggled for a second there. I want you to grab those dusting wipes and I want you to dust over the dash as well. Do you think you can do that? Yeah, of course. All right, great. Mm -hmm. So there you are. The next week when that's done, you give a little praise. If there's something else in the ute that's pissing you off, hey, Warwick, can you do this job as well next time you clean out the ute? And on you go. Yep, it's annoying that sometimes it takes a little while to get the person to where you need them to be, Mm -hmm. but that's part of having staff. Yeah, that's that's part of being an employer and a leader. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you mentioned this uh, before we went on air, Coxie, and it's and it's probably a common principle a lot of people have heard of is a shit sandwich. Yeah, I did. <laughs> right? Um, when you're going to give feedback, there's another way you can do it, and it's to give someone a shit sandwich, mm. right? 
So the slices of bread, not that you should be eating bread because carbs are bad, but uh, the slices of, of uh, low-carb bread are the positive aspects. Correct. So, hey, Coxie, um, just want to say super stoked with the work you're doing in tradies in business, hey. like Thanks, Wise. It's, it's really the group's growing well and you're doing some great conversations with members. Um, it, just with the, the comments that you make on some of the posts, if you mm-hmm. could maybe use a bit less swear words. In the comments would be good. Okay. Just sort of drops the tone of the of the group. Fair point. Sure. Um, but you know what? With with over 500 members, I mean, a lot of that is, is due to your activity in there. So, again, thanks so much. Thanks, Warwick. I'll, uh, I'll think about that. I appreciate the feedback. So, the the, the off-the-cuff example. That was, that was really kitsy, wasn't it? I liked it. <laughs> I don't swear in the group. No. <laughs> Not yet. But, uh, you know, give a positive stroke. Give the critical feedback. Give another positive stroke of the person because you know we remember the first and last things that are hap- that happen to us or that are said to us. Yes, the critical feedback got taken on board. Oh, definitely. But we left with that feeling of oh, he appreciates me. Yeah, I'm valued. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I'll go, I'll go do that thing that he asked. Mm-hmm. You know, might not be happy about it, but mm. you know, hey, you're looking really good. Um, next time you clean it, could you also wipe the dash? Because mm. that would really that 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 would look even better. And, uh, yeah, your uniform's always spot on as well. So, thanks for that. Perfect. Like, it's just a little bit of critical feedback buried amongst a couple of positive strokes. Absolutely. And let's not forget, the more that we do it this way, the more open that our staff do become to hearing what needs to be said. So, start with a positive, give a little negative, come back with a positive. Yep. So, hopefully, there's a few things in there you can try in your business. Given that we're talking about feedback... On this Fuck It Friday episode, please don't give us any feedback because we'll take it personally and we'll be crushed for days. <laughs> we might cry. We'll feel really hurt. <laughs> no, give us some feedback. We would like some feedback. Give us some bloody feedback. We want to hear. Do you know what? do you think? This has been one of the hardest things for me as a podcaster. To ask for feedback? Getting, no. Getting, getting it. feedback. People are reluctant to give feedback. Oh, that's a challenge. And I don't know why that is. So... Um, last time I did this, some smartass wrote a negative review on iTunes because I said <laughs> even bad feedback, like give us any feedback, they they you know put a preference, uh, put a, um, a footnote on it and said you know we're just kidding. Was said any feedback is fine, even negative <laughs> feedback. But <clears throat> um, your challenge off the back of today's Fuck It Friday episode is go to iTunes. Now you got to do this on your computer, okay? You can't do it on the mobile app. Go to iTunes on your computer, please. And give Coxie and I some feedback mm. at the Tradies in Business podcast, right? You can give us a star rating. Five is a good number, but so is one, right? Because if you give us a one star, then we can do better. Yeah, we know what it is that you need. Yep. So nice. give us a star rating and just a short little blurb of, you know, what we're doing well, maybe what we could do better, whatever you like. But please give us some feedback so we can give you our best. That's about it. Perfect. So head on over to iTunes, Traders in Business Podcast. As I said, you've got to do it on your computer. You can't write a review on your phone for some reason. That's silly. Come on, I thought Apple. you Apple guys were all over this. Yeah. Well, they're actually stopping numbnuts from giving you negative feedback. Uh, so, <laughs> so give us some feedback and um, make sure you tune in to our next episode, which is going to be just as amazing as all the others. Of course it is. Because <laughs> we rock. Enjoy your Friday. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. 
Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.